Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf and welcome to my podcast, Cleaning Up the Mental Mess, something I need to do every day and something we all need to do every day. And it's okay to be a mess because in the messiness of life, that's how we can repair and we can grow. And that's what I try and help you do on this podcast. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about a post I've put up recently about how to recognize the signs of depression and how you can then, once you recognize them, dive in and get help. But before we begin, I just want to remind you that this podcast is for educational purposes and not medical. If you need medical advice, please contact the appropriate medical professional. And one more thing, we have my amazing annual mental health annual retreat coming up on December, in December, sorry, 2nd through the 4th of December. And it is going to be so important that you attend this because here I'm going to talk about the how of mental health, the truth behind mental health, how to manage things like people pleasing and and how to get anxiety, panic attacks under control and anxiety under control and how to understand depression and how to understand, you know, dealing with phobias and what is mental health and really practical how-to's how to not be a shock absorber what are really boundaries what boundaries really are I also have an amazing guest speaker my really good friend Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child who went through her own really severe depression she's going to talk about that and we're going to analyze what she did how she used the neurocycle practical tips this is a really practical conference to help you manage your mental health remember We can go three weeks without food, three days without water, three minutes without oxygen, but we don't even go three minutes, three seconds without our mind working. Mind management is essential to help us just live a life where we can have peace in the midst of chaos. So this conference, I'm really going to teach you how to do that. So I look forward to seeing you there. One more thing very quickly, if you want to know how you can help me with these podcasts as you know they're free but if you want to help me with these podcasts if you can just go and subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts subscribe to my podcast and leave a review i'd really appreciate that this is helping you let me know thank you so much for that okay and now on to today's podcast before we dive into today's podcast i want to tell you about an exciting new project one many of you have been asking for which is now open for enrollment, my NeuroCycle Certified Facilitator Program. This program is a four-day in-person training with me where you'll learn the fundamentals of my theory and the NeuroCycle so you can use these strategies with your clients and to elevate your coaching business or private practice. Our first training is August 3rd through 6th and takes place in Dallas, Texas. When you become a certified facilitator, you'll join our exclusive directory, which goes out to hundreds of thousands of people looking for extra help with their mental health. This means that finding clients will become even easier and you'll become part of our private network of facilitators where you can meet and connect with like-minded individuals, get help and have access to many great resources. Spots are extremely limited and already filling up. So if you're interested, just go to neurocycleinstitute.com for more details and to register for our first training. And for just a few days, we're offering 25% off. Just use the code INAUG25, that's I-N-A-U-G-25. The link and details will be in the show notes. As I said, we're going to be talking about the signs of depression. And 
this is just so important. And I get so many questions around this. And this is why I really want to hone in on what to look for to recognize what depression is, the signs of when depression is coming into your life. So first of all, we need to start off with what depression actually is. We need to define it. In the current narrative, depression is often defined, well, not often, is defined. If you go and look at various different websites, you'll see it's defined as a mental illness. And you've heard me say this before, but it's worth hearing it again. Depression is not a mental illness. Depression is a very, 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 very important thing to pay attention to because it is a warning signal telling you that something is going on in your life that you need to address or a series of things have accumulated and they're basically causing you to crash in this way. It is could be things from the present, the past, the future, a whole combination all mixing together. You can't have depression. And what I mean is like in the sense of you can have cancer or you can have diabetes or something like that or an autoimmune disorder or cardiovascular issues. Those you can have. They're identifiable changes inside of your body. There's tests, there's ways of looking at them, and we've got ways of treating those. And that's what we call the biomedical model. But you can't have depression. You experience depression. And depression is not a finite thing. It's not a fixed thing like cancer with defined parameters. Depression is a, an experience. And if we take it even deeper, it is an emotional experience. And if we take it even deeper, it is an emotional experience that is a warning signal telling you that something's going on. But it's not telling you that you have a brain disease. It is telling you that there's something going on that you need to pay attention to. So in this light, depression becomes a warning signal. It becomes a messenger that if you embrace, and we're going to talk about all this, if you embrace it, then then you can actually get control over it and find out the because of. So when you are feeling depression and experiencing depression on whatever extreme, whether it's minor at sort of one, two, three, if it was a scale up to a 10, so if you have imagine a scale from one to 10, you could rank your depression on that scale. Even if it's at a 10, it doesn't mean that you have a brain disease. So I'm going to hold up for those of you that are listening. I'm holding up a brain in a skull. It's not a real one. Okay, it's a model. So if you're feeling depression, it doesn't mean that it's coming from your brain. It's impacting your brain. It is coming from a life experience or a series of life experiences. So the origin of depression is not an illness in your brain. The origin of depression is an adverse circumstance or series of circumstances in your life at various different times of your life that have accumulated. And those experiences have been built into your brain as a physical change in your brain, also into every cell of your body. That's how we feel it in our body, as a change in every cell of your body down to the level of the genetic code. And also in the gravitational fields of your mind, with your mind being your driving force that drives your brain and your body. So that experience or experiences that were toxic, that were adverse, that were traumatic, were experienced by your mind. Your mind then shows up with this experience inside your brain and the brain reacts on the electromagnetic and chemical and genetic level 
and that experience is converted by your mind-brain interaction into an actual physical protein tree-like structure. Now, if you've been watching any of my podcasts or any of my other things, you've heard me say this before, but you can hear this a million times and it'll help. And if you haven't heard it and this is the first time, replay the podcast, go listen to others and look at my trees that I'm always holding up. So this tree is a toxic looking tree. And if we have a toxic experience, we wire in to our brain the experience, we wire in a neural pathway that looks like a tree. And that tree is made of proteins. So that means that the adverse experience or experiences have been built into your brain by your mind. Your mind does the building and it becomes this physical structural change inside of the brain. The roots of this thought tree are all the memories, the data, memory data of what actually happened. So it's the detail, it's the data. So this is all the memories of what happened. And then this is the processing, how that is being processed. And this part of the thought tree are memories of how you interpret that. So something happens and immediately that goes into the root because that's the source, the origin, where it comes from, the experience, what's happening, the data, all memories. Okay, So the thought is made of memories. And then that immediately gets interpreted as it's happening at the same time. You grow this trunk and you grow these other memories up here, which are the interpretation of that. So this could be someone yelling at you, telling you that you're useless, you're a waste of time, you're always difficult, you're oversensitive. That is all going in here. And then you're interpreting this as being, I'm not good enough. I'm oversensitive. There's something wrong with me. And that collectively is a toxic thought coming from a traumatic experience. So you built the trauma into your brain and accumulatively over time, this builds And because this goes against the natural wiring of your brain and your body and the natural optimism bias of your brain, this creates a disruption in your brain and your body. And we see that in your hormones. We see that in increased inflammation. We see that in changes in your DNA. We see that in rising cortisol levels. We see that in, and that all that stuff can reflect in also problems with your stomach or GI system or pains in your shoulders or pain in your heart, whatever. So physical symptoms. Because Your mind, which processes the experience, takes the experience from out there into you. So the experience shows up in your brain and your body. Your mind brings the experience into your brain and your body and shows up in your brain and your body. And therefore, it impacts the brain and the body. So the impact of a toxic experience is traumatic. And that trauma in itself then changes the brain in a toxic way. And if we don't deal with this, if we keep suppressing it, pushing it down, or it comes back up and we just... You know, for a while we forget about it and then it comes back up or we don't deal with it. It gets stronger and stronger. Every time you're consciously aware of this or we experience it, then more is added and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Now, this is what your brain, mind and body, mind, brain and body, three things, mind being your psycho, brain being neurobiology being body, your psycho neurobiology, three things. Mind, which is all around you and through you, it's all these gravitational fields, electromagnetic light forces, and your ability to think, feel, choose, all of that, plus your brain, plus your entire body, I'm holding up a model of a body, all of that experience the impact of that adverse circumstance, okay? And that cumulatively over time will then cause signals to be sent from the non-conscious mind where all these trees are stored. So all these trees, they're physically in your brain, but in your mind, they're in a part called your non-conscious, N-O-N. And your non-conscious mind 
is always trying to protect you, always trying to help you, always trying to find wherever there's an imbalance and get you into balance. So it sends up signals through the subconscious mind into your conscious mind to help you. And that is what we are going to talk about now in a little bit more depth. What are those signals? So the post that I put up, and if you don't follow me yet, go to Dr. Caroline Leaf, follow me on Instagram at Dr. Caroline Leaf, and you'll see a few, about a week or so ago, I put up a a post where there's a picture, and I'm going to actually just show you the picture, okay, and you'll see it's a blue picture, and there's signs of being depressed, and there was, it basically is, I said there, the the post is signs I'm becoming depressed, and then there's all little signs, and we're going to analyze those now. And those signs are these things that the non-conscious mind is pushing into your conscious mind because it's trying to grab your attention to make you aware that this this thing needs attention. It needs to be fixed. It needs to be deconstructed and reconstructed. So depression is actually a signal that the mind working with the brain and the body is sending into your conscious mind. So the non-conscious mind is trying to restore the balance by trying to get your attention, okay? And when you look at depression that way and not as a brain disease, then it's much more hopeful. It gives you much more control. So you want to pay attention to that depression and look at it, okay, I hate this, it feels terrible, but it is, there's a because of. Always think of, there is a because of, and you need to find the because of. So your non-conscious mind is helping you find the because of. So how do we get to that because of? We have to pay attention to the signals, and that's what we're going to talk about in this picture. But for a quick moment, I just want to reiterate something. Your mind drives you. Your mind is your aliveness. If you're dead, no mind is working. When you're alive, your brain is changing constantly. The activity of your mind and the activity of your mind in your brain, we pick up on things like a QEEG. The activity of your mind in your heart, we pick up on an EKG. In other words, the fact that you are alive and changing and making a million plus cells every second and your heart's working and your blood's flowing and you know all of everything that happens about you neurophysiologically that doesn't happen if you're dead so your mind is your aliveness your ability to process life the good the bad and the ugly okay and all of that mind grabs and puts in the brain the way i've been describing okay so your mind is huge it is massive so when i say that depression isn't an illness. I am not diminishing the impact. I am actually emphasizing the importance of dealing with depression. Because if your mind is 99, I propose for my research that your mind is 90 to 99% of what you are, of who you are, because it's the driving force. If you did, no mind. So if you're experiencing depression in your mind, that means 99% of you is experiencing depression. That's bigger than 1%. Your brain and body are the, are the 1 to 10%. So that's how important it is. It's if, if 90 to 99% of you is immersed in mind depression, there's depression all over you, you it's not just a little thing inside of your brain. It is all-encompassing. It is There's a whole reason because of, and you're experiencing it in your body and you're experiencing it in your mind and collectively together. That's huge. You don't need a disease label to validate the fact that you're feeling depressed. You don't have to feel guilt, shame, or condemnation. Because there's a reason that depression is your mind, brain, and body trying to help you get better. And if we don't manage it correctly, we'll get worse. And that's what I'm trying to help you not do. I'm trying to help you manage this. So I saw with my subjects in my clinical trials, for example, and I put the story of this into my book. 
my latest book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess, which you can get wherever books are sold, including on our website. If you haven't yet got it, get it. Because in here I give you all the techniques of the things that I talk about in this podcast. And my main overarching technique is the neurocycle. And within that, there's an overarching system I've developed into which you can put a whole lot of different techniques. It's called the neurocycle. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So in this, I have an image of, I have a story of one of my subjects in my most recent clinical trials that had extreme depression. That's what they, why they came into the trial. And they identified initially as depression and they spoke about themselves as depression. I am depression. Within 21 days of managing their mind, they had started saying, I'm not depression. I'm depressed because of, and they started seeing the reasons. And they said, I'm even more depressed and even more anxious. Because now I'm seeing why I was stuck in that depression. So we get worse before we get better, which I've spoken about many times before. But 21 days is not enough to solve the problem. They were in the trial for 63 days. The time it takes to rewire neural networks isn't 21. It is do certain things happen at 21 days, but it takes three cycles minimum of 21 days. So the overarching cycle for neural wiring, neural rewiring taking this toxic tree and turning it into a healthy tree takes cycles of 63 days, three lots of 21. And sometimes it will take multiple cycles. I've said this often before as well. The more established, the more cycles. Okay, so now let's jump into this. So certain signs. Now, basically, what I'm going to do is if you if you have got your phone, go into Instagram, look at that picture now. If not, I'm going to repeatedly hold up this picture, but you'll see there's certain signs around it. And these are fantastic. It's so well described. And this, by the way, this image was was put out by Crazy Head Comics. Amazing. Thank you, Crazy Head Comics, for putting this image together. It's really excellent way of explaining it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take these signals that you see on the side of this little image, and I'm going to put them into four different buckets to make it easier for yourself, for you to understand how to tune in to these signals to know that you need to get help. And then we'll talk about what those levels of help are. Okay, so the first thing is there's an overarching, you know if you're depressed or not. You know if you're feeling like ultra sad and you just, maybe you are at the point where you are starting to sink. Maybe you're already sinking. Maybe you already feel like completely you just can't even get out of bed. So whatever stage you're at, you can benefit from these things that I'm going to tell you now. So that's the overarching thing of I'm absolutely flat. It's depressed. I just can't do anything. Or I can only do a little bit. Or I'm so sad. Whatever it is, however you describe it, that would be the name of this tree. So we could call this toxic tree depression. Now, we don't know what's on it yet. We don't know the memories on this depression thought tree yet. So we we have to read the signals. We have to tune in. We have to do some mind work. And that's what's in that image there is some examples of the typical signals. Now, there's four categories of signals that are Mind, our non-conscious mind, is looking through all those trees. Our non-conscious mind works with the brain and the body to send into your conscious mind through the subconscious. So these signals are coming from this, from this point, and the mind is taking these signals 
and giving them enough energy to push them into the into the through the subconscious mind, which is like a a little bridge between and, and into the conscious mind. So when you consciously awake and aware, you are going to be getting these signals. So depression is an overarching name of that tree, but depression is actually also an emotion. So the first bucket that you that we're going to talk about is is the is the first warning signal bucket is emotions. Emotions are not illnesses. Okay, emotions are warning signals, telling you to pay attention, telling you to embrace them and gather them. When you embrace and gather them, you shift multiple neurophysiological responses in your brain and your body to work for you and not against you. For example, you'll get more blood flowing to your brain and more oxygen, which will help to decrease impulsivity and help this part of your brain, which deals with, which responds when you're in an intuitive executive decision-making type mode, which is what we want to get you into, insightful mode. You want lots of blood and oxygen there, okay? So when you shift and see the depression, and you're still feeling depressed, but when you just shift and say, okay, I see this depression, which is the overarching theme of this overarching theme, but now I'm going to overarching name of the thought, but I'm now going to break it down into this first signal. And this first signal is going to be called emotions. So depression is one of those emotions in there. So think of it as a basket or a bucket, whatever you want. Maybe use a basket. Okay. And think of depression as one of what other emotional warning signals have you got? These are not in, these are not illnesses. These, you know, these, these are not bad. You, this is not who you are. You're showing up like this because of. So we're being thought detectives. We're using these signals as to be a thought detective. So let's look at them. What are the emotions? So depression is the overarching one. But what else? A bit of anxiety, increasing sadness, feeling frustrated, feeling very flat, whatever. Okay. On that image, the kinds of emotions that are there, thoughts make me sad. That's a great one. I feel self-conscious and dull around others. That's a good, good one emotion to put in that bucket. Increased irritability and, and hopelessness. That's another one that you put in that bucket. So those are the first lot of warning signals. So you, you literally stand back and start becoming almost your own therapist. This is called the multiple perspective advantage, where you stand back and observe your own thinking. And I explain it in depth in my book and in my app, NeuroCycle, the NeuroCycle app, which is amazing, where I literally give you therapy. I also walk you through how to do this, okay? So... Basically, watch what I'm doing. Watch my body movements. I'm going to look at this depression. I know it's this toxic tree in this forest of trees, and I don't know what, what's on it yet, but I know it's it's depression, and it's spewing this dep- emotion of depression and sadness. It's point. These signals are coming from this tree. I'm standing back, and I'm looking at it. If you want, you can get two chairs, and you can sit in one. You can put the tree like ahead of you, and this is your wise mind because at our core, we are wise. And when we in wisdom, we're stepping into the into our wisdom, we're stepping into the middle of a beautiful green forest and we're looking at this from the eyes of wisdom as opposed to standing under it or standing on that side of it where you can't see through it because it's just all toxicity. So we want to get onto this side. So this this these kind of things, standing back, observing your own thinking, almost detaching yourself a little bit and, and being kind to yourself, saying to yourself, this is okay, this is not who I am, this depression, it's because of. So what are my emotional warning signals? Gather those first. Okay, and then on that picture, as I said, some of the ones that we that we gathered, I'll read them again. Thoughts make me sad. I feel self-conscious and dull around others. Increased irritability and hopelessness. Hobbies don't make me happy. 
Okay, so there's some examples of a little bit more detail around the big one of depression. You're going into a little bit more detail. So you're gathering those emotional warning signals. You are being a thought detective, okay? I'm sure it will come as no surprise to you that to think well and manage your mental health, your brain needs proper nourishment. But many of us don't have the time to take multiple different products all day long for better brain and body health, more energy and optimized immune systems. This is why I love Athletic Greens. It has just what I need in one drink. Best of all, it doesn't taste like it's super healthy, honestly. Athletic Greens has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning when I wake up. Even my husband, who can't stand things that taste too green, loves his Athletic Greens in the morning. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your brain, your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash leaf. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash leaf to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. The link and offer details will be in the show notes. Then you move to the next signal and the next signal would be behaviors. So what are you doing that's kind of linked to this depression? That's that, what are the behavioral signals that you're in um, of this depression? Because those signals, remember, these signals are, are clues taking us to the root cause because we want to deconstruct this right down to the root and we want to get this out and we want to change it into something healthy, okay? So the next thing, let's look at the behavioral signals. And those in, in, in this particular picture, I've grouped those and those would be things like, I don't feel like responding to texts or emails. The room, room is, your room is messy. There's a lot of mess around you. You maybe used to be really tidy. Now there's just this huge mess. Hygiene goes out the door. As I mentioned, one of the people that's going to be speaking at the conference is my friend Michelle, and she's going to talk about her depression. And what she talks about is she said, she said, she said, literally, depression stinks. She said she literally wasn't showering and wasn't cleaning her teeth. And, you know, she said that that's just how bad it got. And maybe you can relate to that. So those are behaviors. So that's okay. No guilt, no condemnation. You, with your wise mind, you're telling yourself, this is not who I am. This is how I'm showing up. So what are those behaviors? Put them in the bucket. Okay. Then you're going to look at so it's emotional warning signals in the first bucket or basket, whatever you're visualizing. The second one is your behaviors, behavioral warning signals. The third one is what's going on in your body. What are the body changes? Okay, when you when you think of these emotions and these behaviors, what is what are the symptoms in your body? Because the memory also went into your body. These are all clues, remember? Developing insight. This exercise I'm doing with you now is actually creating a lot of coherence in the brain, allowing the two sides of the brain to work together, which will increase your intelligence and your ability to have more insight. You're going to increase the alpha wave in the brain, which helps you to look inside and get in touch with what's going on with your non-conscious mind. What's going on? In other words, you want to see this thing. You want to get inside and see this thing, okay, and find out what it was so you can deconstruct it. You're getting control over it. So some of the behaviors on that particular image, okay, were things like body, body, sorry, apology, we're dealing with the third one, body, okay, are things like muscle pains. Do you have muscle pains? Are your joints sore? Are you getting more headaches? Are you suddenly getting migraines, which you didn't maybe get before? Or migraines, I have you said. 
Do you have more gut issues? Are you starting to flare up with autoimmune responses, etc., etc.? So in other words, do you have constant fatigue and taking naps all the time, but never really feeling like you like you like you're satisfied? So are these the bodily symptoms? Your brain and body just feel exhausted, and even the nap doesn't help. Okay, so those would be the bodily symptoms. Then the fourth basket or bucket of signals would be perspective. How are you looking at things? How are you looking at life? And that would be things on this particular little image. I mean, this is not all of them. I'm just, this image just picks on a, picks up a few. And what I've done is taken a few of these signs and symptoms and put them into these four categories. You can add whatever. I'm using this as an example to help you to do this exercise, okay, to help you start seeing the signs. And the signs are pointing towards you needing to get help and to do the work to be able to help you heal. Okay, so the perspective would be like how you're looking at life, like life sucks. Okay, so some of the ones on this image are dreams and aspirations. You don't even know them. Like there's no dreams, there's no aspirations. You can't even see a future. You can't even see beyond today. Life sucks. Worldview is getting more and more negative. Okay, so what I've done is I've taken these that are not all of them. They're just a few signs or signals, as I call them. Of depression that you are get that of, of depression, and I've put them into four categories, and those four categories are the emotions, the behaviors, the body symptoms, and perspective. And what you're going to do is you're going to take those four categories, and you're going to you can use this as an example. Some of these you might relate to. You can have these, and you may have more. You may not have these, but these will give you an idea of what some examples of what you can put into those those areas. Now, those signals are coming from this tree, which means that they're coming from your non-conscious mind into your conscious mind, through your subconscious mind, as I said, to tell you, embrace me, look at me, look at these signals, become that thought detective. And, and, you, and you, a detective is trying to find the why, the because of, the root, the origin, the source. What has caused you to be into this state? Why do you have to do that? Well, the only way that you're going to move through that depression is to understand what the root cause is. And that does take time. I mean, it does take time. And in that, in, and while you're going through this, this is not a quick five-step, quick fix. The neurocycle is a five-step system, but you do a daily over cycles of 63 days. And this is where if you're in depression, I would recommend the app because then you can just press play and you can listen. And I walk you through doing this slowly each day. And if all you can do is lie on the bed and just listen and you only get through one day, and then you have to have a rest. That's okay. You just keep going. Little baby steps. What's overarchingly important in dealing with understanding why you've got into the state, why you're showing up like this, is to be kind to yourself and to tell yourself it's okay to be a mess. This is not who you are. You're showing up like this. Or these. this is how you're manifesting or communicating because of. So you want to find the because of. But it starts with tuning in and tuning in is being aware of those signals. Those, if you can fill in those signals, you then need help. Okay. And all of us, I have to tell you, all of us battle with levels of depression all the time. Depression is a completely normal emotional warning signal that we experience on a scale, let's say from one to 10, little depression is like one, two, three, let's say, where we feel a little flat, but we can kind of get ourselves through. It's when we start going down to the extreme, which is sort of six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's when we really may be battling to manage on our own and we need support as well. We may need the therapy, the counseling, 
or the coaching, three different types of things. You may initially need therapy and then maybe move to counseling and then maybe move to coaching. And then eventually you maybe you're managing your you you get to the point where you can manage or you can manage yourself. So the neurocycle teaches you how to identify these these signals and then go into mind management. And mind management is doing the neurocycle daily. And I've done lots of podcasts on that. That this podcast, I'm not going to go into that in depth, but you can listen to the other podcasts. You can get the neurocycle app and get it on your phone where I walk you through how to actually go from the signals to the interpretation to the root, and also it's in this book, Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. If we want to be healthier mentally and physically, one of the best things we can possibly do is get several hours of quality sleep every night. The brain and body heal itself when we sleep. It really is one of the most amazing processes, even if you're not conscious when it happens. But I know it's hard to get good quality sleep sometimes. Your mind keeps you awake, Life is stressful and there are often a hundred anxious reasons why you can't fall asleep at night. Thankfully, there are also ways we can improve our sleep quality and overall health, including taking magnesium. Believe it or not, around 75% of people don't have enough magnesium. No wonder so many people have sleep problems. But please do not run to the store to buy the first magnesium supplement you find. Most magnesium supplements use only the two cheapest synthetic forms and, since they're not full spectrum, they won't support better sleeping habits. There are actually seven unique forms of magnesium and you must get all of them if you want to experience its calming, sleep-enhancing effects. That's why I recommend Magnesium Breakthrough by Bio-Optimizers. Simply take two capsules before you go to bed and you'll be amazed at how much better you sleep and how much more rested you feel when you wake up. For an exclusive offer for my listeners, go to www.magbreakthrough.com forward slash leaf and use Dr. Leaf 10 during checkout to save 10% on your order. The link and details will be in the show notes. Today, I wanted to really hone in on you realizing that if you to when these patterns of depression start in your life where they've been there for a while that it's not hopeless even though you feel hopeless that you can step into your wise mind you can step into the middle of this beautiful green forest which is your wisdom and you can start looking at things differently and sometimes it's i know it's hard it may be that someone that is is close to you or, or loves you or that you're living with or or at, you may be in therapy at the stage they can help you to go through this help you to Go from those signals and go from the signals down to the interpretation right down to the root and help you deconstruct this and reconstruct it. So if you see those signals in your life, don't leave this alone. Get into therapy. Get into mind management. Your mind is always working and there is a way of managing it. From those signals, you can get to the answers. And don't be hard on yourself and don't rush yourself. I'm not saying you have to fix this in one 63-day cycle. It's very unlikely. You're going to only have a, a part, it's going to take multiple cycles because whatever's made you so depressed has got multiple roots. So it's going to, maybe in the first 63 days, you only see part of it and you might need a few more cycles in order to get to the point where you're moving forward. But every single day is progress. I want to encourage you, as a neuroscientist, I have studied what happens as you work through, systematically work through going from the signals all the way to the deconstruction, embracing, processing and reconceptualizing through deconstructing and reconstructing these trees from toxicity into, into the healthy tree. I've seen what's happening in, in the brain and the mind and the body at different stages. 
And even when it feels like you're not progressing, as you do these steps of the neurocycle, and as you, you can use them in therapy as well, and as you go to therapy and as you talk about them, as you go from those signals and do that work to find out the why, the because of, your brain is changing. Your resilience is increasing. And you know, part of your healing may be that you actually get worse. And in fact, expect that. You may get to a point where you seem to be okay, and then suddenly you have incredible anxiety. And you go through maybe a month or two of like really being anxious and your sleep gets affected and then you get, you, because you're starting to see what's, what's happening and it's scary. So that's where it's really important to have the support system of therapy and a support system of a family. And also the mind management of the neurocycle doing it daily and sticking to the steps to help you to manage the intrusive thoughts and the narratives that are playing through your head so that you have mind management in the moment as well as mind management in the therapy situations and in the support and in the your family and friend support system but then you might even and that but that's still progress that anxiety is still progress because you're anxious about what you're seeing you're anxious about the changes you're anxious about the what you're facing that doesn't mean you've regressed it means you've progressed sometimes you can be seem to be fine and then suddenly you just crash because it's just so much to deal with and you might find you just go through a period where you just need to lie in bed and watch TV. Michelle will tell you about this at our conference. She'll talk about how she did that. She lay she lay in bed just watching TV and, and you know, forcing herself to get up and just clean her teeth. And then the next day, clean her teeth and maybe take a quick shower and, you know, get up and watch uh, watch a bit of TV, but then go get something to eat. And, you know, everything is progress. And you may need that. You may need that restoration period where you just do very little and, and, and you've got pe- people coming in and just sitting with you and listening to you. No one can fix you, but we can support each other. Just sitting there, holding your hand, being there with you, getting on with your daily life, but making sure that that, that, that you're not alone. And so in other words, if you're helping someone, I didn't say that very clearly, if you're helping someone who is very depressed in your household or a friend or family member, or whatever, is that you your life carries on, but you're going to have to make some adjustments to just make sure that you are listening that you're supporting. Remember, you can't fix. You can't tell someone, hey, this amount of time's gone. You've got to be better. You can't do that. What we can do is sit and listen and encourage them to talk and, and point them in the direction of resources, like using the neurocycle and helping them with that and getting them into therapy and, and, and maybe watching TV together and talking about the TV show and, and that kind of stuff. And, and I also have a concept called brain building, which I've spoken about a lot before. And this is really, really helpful in terms of helping with getting into the state where you can prepare yourself for doing the hard work of detoxing, you may want to, let's say that you're in that point where you, all you can do is watch TV. So take that TV show and maybe you're watching it with someone and then use the neurocycle to analyze that TV show. So it's not even, it's not about you, it's about the TV show, but that exercise is building strength and lattices into your brain that, and the stories of that show that you're watching are things that are building lattices into your brain, the exercise of brain building, of analyzing and, and, and looking for the meaning and, and learning the names and all that brain building, that builds lattices into your brain that will help you to get stronger to do the hard work of detoxing. So in summary, very quickly, the signs of looking, the signs of that you are, uh, that you are in getting into may potentially an extreme state of depression which is moving sort of five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten down that scale, would be those four, fall into four different categories, and that is the emotional warning signals, the behavioral warning signals, the body warning signals, and then your perspective warning signals. So you're going to look at each of those and fill those in over a period of time 
and over as you go through, as you find, maybe take a few days, fill those in, like maybe write it down, draw pictures, do it with someone, do it with your therapist. And from those signals, you can then, as you feel strong enough, you can then start going into the work of detoxing to, to find the because of, because those symptoms are telling you that you need the help. You need to do the work of mind management. You need to do the work of therapy. And don't be ashamed. All of us battle with depression. All of us move up and down that scale. It's because of life, not because you have a brain disease. It's okay to be a mess. Hope this has helped you. Thank you for joining me. And I look forward to seeing you next time. I hope you found today's podcast interesting and helpful. If you want more tips and help with managing anxiety, depression, and mental health, be sure to visit my website at drleaf.com and to sign up for my weekly newsletter where I also include a schedule of my speaking events and so much more. And follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just look for Dr. Caroline Leaf. Also, I love seeing all your posts on social media about this podcast. I love seeing what resonates with you and what you've learned. So be sure to continue posting and tagging me and letting me know what you think and how these tips worked out for you. And don't forget, leave a review and keep spreading the word about this podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I really hope you learned something new and helpful. Till then, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf. This podcast represents the opinions of myself and my guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions or corrections of errors.